0: I drop anything for the, the year over. Mm I don't know if he's gonna drop something
1: here soon or not. I know we have like 20 tracks loaded up though. Scotty's got a couple singles. He just hasn't let me know which one he's gonna drop. He's got one two and there's a few things. Y'all dropping it through y'all company. Yeah. Reality yeah, makers for sure.
0: What got you into producing?
1: music has always been a huge part of my life uh i started playing guitar and bass and stuff when i was like six seven years old um and i was in a couple bands and stuff throughout junior high and but i've always liked hip-hop more and so i uh, it was funny i went to olathe the northwest uh, that's where i graduated from and uh they had a brand new Max and the Max of course had garage band on them Hell and yeah. so that was the very first <laughs> that was my first experience with the doll and uh yeah it was brutal those first you know those first that learning curve at the beginning but
0: you was making beats on me Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah for a little bit. Yeah and then t- till
0: somebody showed me Fruity Loops, yeah.
1: And then I was like ah this is way easier. <laughs> this Hell is so yeah. much better. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so
0: much the sound different. Yeah,
1: exactly. But yeah, no, it was still like uh so terrible though like to look back at some of the listen to some of your creations from yeah 10 years you, ago,
0: man. you still got like a lot of your old shit
1: oh yeah yeah it's in the vault somewhere that I, I like to bring out from time to time just to kind of remind myself yeah like my growth so far So fact, you know, I so got a long very, way to go but yeah. it's good to see kind of you came how from
0: far that. you came yeah, to, yeah it's the small I'm starting to learn that like it's still the small goes to that that matter like shit that's a big step in the small, I mean, in the grand yeah, scheme of things, cause no, really sure you, you can still be the same producer you was when you first started, and st- and thinking you hiding that shit is ass. Yeah, I think
1: one thing that keeps people held back, I
0: think, is pride,
1: especially. I don't necessarily want to say around here, but I've noticed that that's kind of the air, and with a lot of people, is like if you try to give any criticism or even if it's constructive, and it's even if they're asking for it yeah. too. You know, a lot of people can't take it the right way. Yeah. And It's like, man, you got to be able to hear what other people because that's who you're playing it for. Right.
0: You know. Yep. Yeah. And it don't matter. Like you were saying, it don't even matter the delivery. Like right. some people just be so sensitive. Right. That it, right. it don't matter how it comes. Yeah, you can them, sugarcoat like, yeah, it. No matter. No matter well, right. yeah, yeah. If it's not what they want to hear, then yeah, they're not fucking. Yeah. No I, no, I agree with you. I feel like that's a lot of shit. The industry problem. It's a lot of sugarcoating and shit.
1: Oh, for sure. A lot of a lot of but. You know, buckets and, yeah. and all kinds of stuff. But it's mainly, I think, that just people can't handle, you know. I think that's the thing that I really think that we need to work on, too, especially being around here, is just elevating each other. You know, when somebody says, hey, I got a show, everybody come out. Yeah. If you support them or if you got a homie that supports them, whatever, come out. Because there's not, like, a ton of shit going on in Kansas and, City uh, anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah, nah. I feel like um, it's it's growing. Slowly yeah, oh, it's, it's got here. a lot better you know what I'm for sure sure we can still do better though oh yeah yeah uh it's it's just divided it's still yeah yeah it's still that division shit for no reason yeah well then
1: that's why that's why i think it comes back to pride i think it's just people like yeah. you know they just they they want to be the top person and they don't want to give any kind of love to nobody else and it's like if you're from this area we should just all because you're going to get the love that you put out you know for a
0: If you making good music, brother, it's, you are gonna get found.
1: And people right. are gonna want to work with you. That's the thing. You're good. It's it's just like anything else. If you have a good product, people are gonna want that product. Yeah. Especially if there's other product they can compare it to, and they're like, ah, oh, well, this isn't nearly as good. You know what I mean? That's no,
0: definitely. You work with uh, like two artists who like who really care about the craft, and Scotty and and Dom. Mm-hmm. Um, like so, to you, what's really like producing a good song?
1: man see and it's different for both of them because as artists they're polar opposites Mm -hmm. not in sound but in in creation so dom in one sense is very hands-on he likes to do everything whenever i because i engineer as well Mm -hmm. for him and for our for reality makers and uh when when i when i engineer for him he's got like you know 100 notes for me you know there's a little tiny breath here at two minutes 13 seconds but he knows all of his shit, right and so it's like when I work with Dom and I produce with Dom, uh, it's much more of an assisting role. Like I come in and I'm like, okay, well I think this song could use a little bit of this, mm-hmm. and I might play something for him, and he'll be like, oh, okay, that's cool, or you know, he'll be like, no, I think it needs to be just more simple or whatever. But with Scott, he, he's very much like I feel like sometimes it's he's too easy to work with because mm-hmm. he he vibes on a lot of stuff, which is good for us. We have a natural like you know a natural connection that way. But at the same time. Like, I'll give him anything. I feel like, yeah, bro, that sounds good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, no, wait a minute. No, I need I need honest opinions. Because he just, he says everything sounds good. But I think, you know, and a lot of our work does sound good. It's just, I'm used to, so that's what I mean by polar opposites. Dom's is like, you know, we're going to do this 500 times yeah. until it sounds exactly how I want. And Scotty's like, as long as you put in some work, bro, I think it'll sound cool. So, yeah, but no, it's really, yeah. And the vibe is totally different, too, because Scotty's much more, uh, man, I don't know how to say it, but it's like. There's a certain kind of niche called, uh, it's like anime rap Mm -hmm. and it's not necessarily just referencing anime, but I think the beat selection and the style and like everything that you do, is very much like, I think that's kind of Scotty's niche. I mean, he's, he's really, he's good at it. And then some of his songs have been more emotional, kind of like I was telling you before. And then some of them have been more like party songs and, but he's a, he's a cool personality too. Cause he, uh, you know, he came up in, uh, with Lil Windex who is like, uh, like an IG, one of those big profile guys, made YouTube funny YouTube videos uh-huh. and TikToks or whatever they were, and he he did that a lot for a while and kind of got a good following from that. And he's DJed for Mercury's, okay. uh, toured yeah, all over I the like country. Feel
0: like I remember him being a DJ. Yeah, when yeah. I first yeah. He's dj for mad people. He's
1: actually Dom's DJ too. Whenever touring finally opened back up, Reality mm-hmm. Makers is gonna do some tours. So that's dope. Yeah, he'll have him do that.
0: Um. You can speak about what is Reality Makers for the people who don't know.
1: So yeah, Reality Makers was, um, it's Dom's, his idea, his inception, um, but we've kind of, Dom and I have kind of morphed together to make this team, and really it started out as just a label, uh, kind of collective, not really official, but just like, we got people who do everything from graphic design to engineering, photo, video, you know, everything. So, if you need some help with something, if you have some opinions you want to get from people, whatever, it's kind of more of a, it was a collective. Mm-hmm. And this last year, we got our LLC, we got uh, an investor decided to come partner with us, and we got, um, you know, we got a few good things happening, so yeah, it's just rolling, we wanted to make it a label, you know, obviously, because as you kind of see, I know as you as a producer, especially working with other artists, you see that you make a lot more money when you own your own shit. Yeah, so most definitely, yeah, so that's, that's the goal. And it's really just to put on people that we know that have talent that maybe not might have the connects or whatever, if they're willing to work hard and they kind of vibe with what our, uh, you know, our, our, I guess our story is and like kind of how our, our mind frame is on a lot of stuff then we'll support them. Um, you know, we got an artist right now in Seattle that we're working with, um, actually closer to Portland,
0: um, Name, uh, name Benny, and Man, I was gonna actually say name some of the artists. Yeah, this. yeah,
1: yeah. Named Benny, um, that, and we've been doing some stuff with him. Reality Makers is we're producing a project with Riley PMP. Um, he's big in the city, obviously. He he's he's super dope. Um, you know, we got uh, Exotic Neurotic, which is uh, Tatiana Gonzalez. She's a, you know she's up and coming. She just started not too long ago, but we've executive produced a bunch of her stuff and she's more r&b stuff so it's really cool to get a different style vibe um you know so we got that's and that's the other thing about reality makers right now is we're trying to also build more of our artists pool kind of who we want to mess with Mm -hmm. our different producers obviously we got some beats from the goonies um you know we got you know there's a couple other producers too another one out in seattle that works with uh benny We're, we're using him and some of his production but yeah, at the end of things, it's really just a, it's a group of guys with the mentality, well, not just guys, but a group of people, group of artists with the mentality to, you know, all, all benefit each other with our talents and, and kind of push this thing forward, so. Uh,
0: that's dope. I think what y'all doing is, is special end, it's needed. <clears throat> like we were saying earlier, just about managers. Well, like, we need just more structure, period. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, what y'all doing is structure, it's a structured business. It's right. a model that people can – it's business model that people can look at and be like, okay, I see how they're running things over there. It's a well-oiled machine. Mm-hmm. Uh, they getting, they having success as well. Um, like, I guess Strange Music will be another one that's mm-hmm. from here. And after that, it's kind of like
1: – And that's the funny thing because with Strange, man, it's like for so long I grew up with, like, this resentment towards them because – i just thought being from kansas city like why did you not put the city on Mm -hmm. um but as i've grown kind of in the industry and learned a lot of the ins and outs and then i've also seen like interviews um with their ceo and and some interviews with tag and and some other stuff um you know and listening to travis talk about how how they built it and what their vision was and i kind of slowly started realizing it wasn't exactly their job to do that you know what i mean and it's hard enough to be able to balance just one artist, let alone a whole pool of artists, and be successful, right. and do millions of dollars, and do touring, and you know, it's crazy. And he, you know, he he didn't come from anything, so obviously the stuff that he got was all really, you know, it work, he worked really hard for it, but I just, for the longest time I was like, man, I feel like kansas city we got so much talent here because yeah. it's the truth between artists and and uh and producers and even just mixing engineers and, and all kinds of artists you know and it's i feel like man why do we have more more attention on the city but i think again part of that is like you were saying the management
0: side of it yeah it's just a lot of the and a lot of people don't understand that it is a business mm-hmm. or or they do but don't really attack the business side of it like you can't it's 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 crazy how like I was talking to an artist the other day, and um just. He, like tried to use his age as why he don't know the business. I'm like, bro, they he was too young. Yeah. That was what he, was he Yeah, he's yeah. like I'm right. only such and such age. Right. I'm like, dog, look at some of these dudes yeah. that pop
1: and they're less than 18.
0: That's man. the problem. It's, you know what I'm saying? They pop and now they signing their life right. away. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah,
1: like, cuz you see those those numbers on that contract, yeah. you like, so wait, a yeah, minute. It
0: look good. yeah. yeah you don't right. read it, and realize how, <laughs> how the, you got to pay yeah, that shit you back. You pay a lot of shit off, bro. You can't be flashy all that shit but right. When you my age and now, and shit, taxes done got into that bread. Mm-hmm. The music ain't the same, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? The fans ain't buying it like they was. Man, can't it's, tour these yeah, last two years, you, you know? I never looked thing. in your contract, so now you right. don't own shit. If Damn. you want to sell your publishing, the shit not worth shit. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's just like, bro, if you were ahead of the game, you are already ahead of the game making music. Right, exactly. So, yeah, bro, we just we just need a lot of...
1: Well like you said it was it's you got to look at it like a business right and if you're running a business you have to have employees you have to have managers you have to have people who are in charge of different departments like you don't have you don't go into you know a Home Depot or whatever and it's just a whole bunch of the same level people no, that's a fact You know what I mean? You need people to be able to delegate. You also need people who are willing to do those shitty jobs that not everybody else wants to do, but they're willing to go in and do it because they they don't, you know, it doesn't matter. But that's the hardest thing, I think. And being a manager is kind of like, until shit pops off, it's one of the least glorified jobs because you have to do some of the most work, you know, and you don't, but you don't get anything to show for it until your artist or whoever you're working with pops. Yeah,
0: most definitely, most definitely. So,
1: yeah, be, but the, the other side of it, though, is I feel like Kansas City's on the cusp of something great. And I feel like we've got several artists that have all done stuff. You know, working with Riley and seeing him have features with Maxo and have Larry June and yeah. have the Lyrical Lemonade Connect and have these bigger national, att- you know, bigger things, you know, it's possible. And Kai, how, how he's perceived and how he's, you know, the reaction for him is always great. He gets a lot of love from the city. You know, there's a, there's a ton of artists around here, whether they're smaller or bigger, that, man, once we get that focus yeah. on us, it's going to really set things off.
0: Definitely. Yeah, we just need, see, we just need one. Yeah. If it's a single, I don't, we just need some.
1: Well, the cool thing, too, I think about Kansas City is I think we really have our own sound. I think that Kansas City sound, it, it, it obviously varies. It's not one specific mm-hmm. sound. We have a you know, ton of different types. But I feel like when you hear somebody from Kansas City, you're like, that's unique. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I don't hear, like, Dom, for instance, that's one of my favorite reasons about working with him is he he's just so, like, first of all, he can do everything. You know, the guy raps, he sings, he produces, he writes all his own music, he baby engineers with, with my help. But, I mean, I, he DJs, he does graphics, he sells his own T-shirts. Like, the man does yeah, everything. Yeah. So being able to work with somebody who's, a motivated like that, but B um, has a plan and knows that, like you were saying, that just like it's time to go. You know what I mean? Like I can't sit around because there's so many people who they just blame it on this or that, and they just sit around. And yeah. Like no, we gotta go. Yeah. So those are the best artists to work with, and you know it, especially as an engineer. You know, if you get you come into a session, you where you are working with the an artist and they know their shit. It's it's great to work hey, with bro. those artists. Come back anytime. <laughs> Here's my number. Hey. We'll work on discounted rates, all that stuff. But. You also know that
0: about 60, 70% of the time, people come in, they ain't prepared. Yeah, it's more so a, a job Yeah, of of teaching and yeah. shit like that yeah. and, and coaching and shit. Yeah. Of trying to help guide somebody through their song mm-hmm. more so, you know what I'm saying? Because a lot of people just see, um, like they was talking about like a little bit on Clubhouse earlier, like niggas that hear a song on the radio, I'm like, shit, I can do that and right. then come to the studio and just think like that shit just gonna, like bro it don't work like that. <laughs> Anywhere near. And here's the thing man,
1: cause, and it keeps coming back to this, but even if you have the hottest song in the world, if nobody gonna hear it, then it's not, it don't matter. At if all. you don't have a team around you to push that shit and put it in the places it needs to go and it's not gonna do anything, it doesn't matter. But yeah, it's, it is funny how many people think, oh yeah I can do that, they're just gonna throw some auto-tune on my voice I'll be straight. They come in and you can rap the verse better than they can, hey. because and that's happened to me mad times because. <laughs> I'm just I'm I'm quick with music anyway, so I'll pick the shit up. But I'm like, bro, how do you know? Or people, what really bugs me is people who don't have rhythm. Yeah.
0: Because if you don't I have rhythm, it. what are you doing rapping? Or bro, you knew you was coming <laughs> what? to rap on that same beat. Man. Why are you? Why do you keep missing the pocket, fam? Man. Like man. <laughs> like, man. Fam, it's not yo, like do you it, want me to come in there and ABC it with you,
1: bro? Like, it's not like I just pulled up a random beat and I'm just like, all right, freestyle, we going to throw together, whatever we got. Like, you had time. You called me. Like, fam, you like, had the you, plan. You You said <laughs> all this up. Man.
0: I came to help you get your idea out, yeah. and now we in here spending two hours because you wasn't prepared, bro. It's part
1: of the allure, I think, of music. I think people get excited. They see people, you know, you get these random stories of people who have these songs or whatever they make on YouTube. And there's some random nobody. And then somebody sees it and it blows up. But that's a one in like a billion shot. Especially anymore because yeah. of how many artists and how much music is out there and the availability I mean, before streaming, you had to really search for these artists, and then once you had the following, I mean, you could follow, you know, you you had to search for their albums, you had to go to websites and stuff. Streaming makes it easy. You know, if I go on Spotify or Apple Music, their whole catalog's there, I can search for them by name, I can search for a specific song, like, it just, and I, I pay $10 a month, and I have access to everything, as opposed to... I gotta go pay every time they drop. Now I gotta pay twelve dollars, fifteen dollars, twenty
0: dollars, yeah. whatever it is. So it's like, shit. Yeah. No, that shit. It's it. It's way different. Music game has changed yeah. a lot, and yeah. it's gonna keep changing. Yeah, as soon as they find out how much a damn stream is worth. <laughs> <laughs> really well, that's the thing. Change. I saw Zach
1: Falk on, uh, I think it was Twitter the other day, posting some stuff about uh, this new streaming service. I have to. I can't remember the name of it off to, top of my head, but basically it's a. You know, they want to do the split like it's like it really should be. Where yeah. the artists and the producers, they're getting the majority yeah. and the streaming services is getting very minimal. You know, because they said something about Spotify's numbers, but I was like, man, how are they getting away with that? Bro, it's criminal. That shit is a
0: blue-collar crime. I know it is. It,
1: it's because they got to pay people like Joe Rogan $100 million for
0: his podcast. <laughs> what you man. think about, like, uh, this is random as well, but what you think good. about everybody selling, they publishing as of late? Like, Man,
1: uh, I'm not, for me personally, that's not the route that I would go. Uh, it depends on the artist, okay? So, like, I saw Bob Dylan
0: no, just, got that's what $300 I million, yeah. right?
1: Personally, for me, I would say Bob Dylan, because of the impact that he had on the music industry, his publishing should be worth more than that.
0: I felt the exact same way right. in comparison to Scooter Roger, or Taylor, Taylor Swift, Swift for the exact same amount. Um, get out of here. I'm like bro. Because it's
1: not- A, how many of those songs did she actually write? B, how many did she produce or do anything? Like Bob Dylan wrote all of his shit. He played all of his years. shit, and he did it at a, at a time before anybody else was doing any of this stuff. Like, yeah, no, I I definitely agree with that. I, I when I said I didn't, I don't mess with it. I meant more so on like the smaller because I know some smaller artists, especially locally around here, who have like, uh, you know, they they come out with a couple of deals and then they, uh, um you know they it's like they uh they think that they can sell their publishing stuff for for little you know and it's not gonna be worth nothing but man if you pop if you believe in yourself hold on to that shit. when you get paid or when you blow up you're gonna get paid otherwise if you so say you sell your say you're like ah well I don't got no money this is my first project whatever but I got a team around me they're gonna do X Y and Z but they're only gonna give me a thousand dollars twelve hundred dollars mm-hmm. whatever it is like why because if you believe in yourself and you're high and you know and you've seen your own reception or you see how people and you know and you really believe in yourself, man, hold on to your shit. But in the case of those big artists, though, yeah. yeah I definitely understand. First of all, yeah, sell your shit. Give that man, Bob Dylan, more money because, yeah, his his contribution to the music game should be way Because, like, be especially, way more. like, artists
0: like him, like, it's like, what am I really doing with this shit? Like-
1: I would say, or I would say... Keep him at 300 and move Taylor to fucking
0: uh, what? Yeah. 25. That's what million? are we saying? That, and that's only, real?
1: I'm only saying that because of the record sold, not the quality of music. Yeah. Because there's obviously, I don't fuck with it, but there's a whole wave of people who do love Taylor Swift. You know what I mean? She's obviously a guy, she's done crazy numbers. So, but at the same time, it's just, man, it's, it's mad different. Yeah. It's crazy. For a Yeah.
0: Who are some of your uh,
1: producer influences? producer influences man uh so the first the first couple producers i always really kind of got into man i remember the justice league when i first started getting like into like noticing things about rap because it's it's different when you're just strictly a fan Mm -hmm. and then when you start to become whatever it is musically then you start noticing things that you didn't notice before and so like Production was one of those things. like, who, who produces? All oh, these beats are crazy. So it was, like, 808 Mafia, obviously, coming up a little bit, was um, a big influence, and, and Lex, um, and who else, man? C-Note, obviously. Um, but then, like, some boom-bap stuff, like Alchemist, of course. You know, he's a GOAT. Mm-hmm. Um, Four or five. Yeah, but now, lately, man, uh, yeah, I get compared to him a lot, so it's kind of embarrassing, but I... Uh, I fuck with Kenny Beats, man. I fuck with Kenny Beats hella hard only because I feel like his style is just like mine. Like, he loves making good music. The genre doesn't matter. But normally that 808 is hitting or that bass is hitting. And the shit just, it sounds, the sound is always just right there. Yeah, I got a good
0: way of making unorthodox shit work. Yeah. Like, right. I fuck with that about your beats. Right. I appreciate like, yeah. that. Yeah. Because that's, and, I think the
1: hardest thing about being a producer one of anyway is developing your own sound. Yeah. Because it's so there's so many it's so easy to get caught up in what everyone else is doing. And so many people are like looking for a specific type of beat mm-hmm. that you got to realize that a lot of times if you want to pop you got to do something different. Yeah. And it's got to be something that's ahead of the wave. So yeah, something yeah, I I do a lot of different shit, you know. There's there's gonna be some cool opportunities this next year with some of the projects I got going on to really showcase some of the different styles and stuff that I've been working on. So, yeah, it'll be it'll be cool to do that. But yeah, for sure Kenny Beats, and it's cool because we share a birthday and everything. So yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's wild.
0: That's, that's crazy. Uh, who you been listening to like recently?
1: Man, music-wise, uh, uh, I, my favorite artist, man, I range because I. I have so many artists that I fuck with, but uh, lately it's been a lot of Freddie Gibbs because he's he's my top five man. here. man is so good. Man, uh, uh, really, all of Griselda because I can't even just say Benny because West. So when West Side dropped, I wasn't you know I wasn't a huge fan when I very first heard him because his voice you got to yeah. get used to that shit. It's an acquired taste. For yeah, sure. for, for <laughs> sure. For sure. When he starts doing his ad libs and then we realize they ain't auto tuning shit, you're like, oh. That's rough. That's rough, but it's raw. I love everything that he does. Benny, the whole crew. I mean, they're they yeah, they're they're filthy. So I listen to a lot of them. Um, I so I hate to sound like a hipster because I'm fucking anti-hipster. But uh, I was a really big fan of Jack Harlow before he popped. Okay. And I told a lot of people about this man way before he got any attention. Before he signed to um, Drama yeah. uh, and all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so now that he's big, I'm kind of like, ah. Because he's, he's dropping on the 11th. yeah. And so I'm kind of like, I want to listen to it, but I don't want to be one of
0: these cool kids now. Yeah. <laughs> you know what
1: I'm saying? And
0: I was seeing something going around <laughs> about him, like not too long ago, was like, he an industry plant. Like, that was the question. Like, was asking? I was like, I don't feel like he is, because just nah. like you said, you knew about him. Like, I did, but I didn't ever listen to him. And but I, I, I knew he, like,
1: was grinding
0: right. uh, prior to the... Exposure. And then like he just fell into the right situation, I feel like, like, with the drama shit. And then yeah, you might be behind Uzi. Then Uzi doing whatever with the fucking label. Right. We got all this marketing money now. Right. Where the fuck is gonna go? Right. Right exactly. to you. Now you got this popping song now. And that's it did
1: numbers. It. Yeah. Especially when they, because they wrote it out perfectly. They let, they let it hit, and then as soon as it started to dip, they dropped the
0: remix yep. with Wayne and everybody. They did shoes. it like the old school way. And, and also, that's what made me start thinking, like, oh, they, it's mm-hmm. drama, like, really running this shit, for real. Right. Like He running it like the old school way, because, there is no, what's Uzi dropping, bro? Nothing. He's made us all this money. Yeah. Uzi's made us him. Right. He's done, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, what he I'm really saying? So, what are we doing with it? So, right. to invest it back into the shit, it's gotta go back into him. Right. Now, we finna get it all back. Right. We done got this his single. I don't know what the, uh, what's the new joint he dropped, the single? after the ball player oh uh tyler, tyler i don't yeah. know what it's doing but i'm pretty sure numbers it's cool you if know you know look on rap caviar it's top five i'm top pretty sure 10, it's whatever. doing cool because that's all it take now mm-hmm. is all you need is one and she, he a young kid well and you get that team
1: around actually. yeah and definitely. so the reason i'll say he's not so first, the first thing i'll say is can can you tell me any other like in your opinion i guess who would be another industry plant or like somebody they say is an industry plant? Just from my, like... Um,
0: Because I
1: heard it with, like, people that I don't ever fuck with. Like, I heard it with, like, that Kid Boo guy. And I heard it with, like, some other random people. Okay, it's like, like okay, okay, Um, okay. So here's the thing. None of those people have any talent. uh, Jack Harlow, when he spits, that dude is raw. Like, and you can tell in his rhymes what he's saying when you read, when you listen to his interviews, like, he's genuine. It's not no, like, he's not no culture vulture. He's not no... And that's... For me, especially being a white dude in hip-hop, yeah. it's, like, really important to pay respects and to also make sure that you're not, you know, taking advantage of your situation. I feel like a lot of people try to do that. And a lot of people put on a show and, and try to act the way that they think the culture wants them to be or what they think the culture expects from a rapper, mm. and it's just gross because it's like, that's not even who you are, yeah. bro. Why are you doing all this extra stuff? So, But, no, I, I just to get off off on a tangent. Yeah, he uh, I listened to his first couple albums. Gazebo, I think is his second album. That was one of my favorites. Uh, uh, really of all time that man is is killer. But yeah, I listen to been listening to him like I said the other guys I listened to uh, the Lupe discussions going to have me digging back yeah. into Lupe earlier. Yeah, you asked me if you know, between Lupe
0: and M, who is the heart, better lyricist. Yeah. And that's one of the Why hardest you know, questions. It was really like, man. I mean, bro, niggas debated it for like 20 minutes. Cause I was on that shit for need like,
1: longer than 25
0: hours. Yes, I've been on that shit all day. <laughs> Cause those are two, the, man, when it comes to lyrics, damn room, just going, listening to everybody talk. Like it went from fucking the shit, the room started. How do you tell your friend, like rap ain't for him. Right. That's what it started right. as. And then like, Knife Wonder and DJ Toon got in there like, yeah, like, niggas, my homies to get out and did 10-year biz and they like, bro, all I need is a tonk beat to get on. He like, you think that's it? You know what I'm saying? Right. Went a lot that, of people feel that way for some reason. <laughs> I'm not sure what it is. Knife Wonder was talking about, like, uh, just because he in North Carolina so much, you know, people think, like, all I got to do is get a Knife Wonder shit or be around them, blah, blah, blah. Right. And he like, artist favorite shit is put me on. Like, bro, what do that mean? You ask them what that means. Niggas can't tell you. The artist can't tell you like what you. Just I don't know, bro. Just give me my money, I guess. <laughs> it's Like no, <laughs> Listen, bro. What that's you, not. What, what do you want out of this shit? So much more. So you know like, are you cool with making a hundred thousand a year? Right. Like then once, cause I even before hearing that, like I would ask artists like, bro, what is what's your goal? Out See, of this? bro,
1: I was. I'm glad you said <laughs> that, cause cause being in the position I'm in now with the label and starting to vet other artists and find out where they're at you realize how many artists don't have a plan at all their plan is literally to go to the money? studio and just make music and that's it they don't got a plan for what they want to do with it they're publishing they're they don't they've never thought about getting a lawyer they've never thought about doing any legal stuff they some of these guys don't even get to like as far as like getting it on a band camp and like you know uploading it do going through the ascap and all that stuff like what what are you doing music for then? You're literally yeah, you just wasting. I mean, if you if you do it as you're a, doing hobby, it for a hobby, hey, you're doing it as that's a hobby. cool. But then don't expect you don't ever expect to do numbers. You know what I mean? That's just
0: silliness. It's, yeah, it's, I it's silliness. I don't get that part of it either. That go back to just understanding the business of it. Yeah. Like, well, I was just explaining it last night. The song, makes it, mastered. and mm-hmm. It hadn't even been mixed yet, oh. for real. So, I'm explaining the process to him, right? Like, like, what's the difference? Then he, like, when should you get it mastered? So, that was my next question is, what do you plan on doing with this song, right?
1: That's huge. Yeah, <laughs> that's if you gonna go
0: to that level of completion of a song, you know what I'm saying? Oh, you plan, you got big plans for the song, you're gonna release it. Yeah, you so he, like, yeah, stuff. I'm uh, just dropping it. I'm like, nah, bro, that's not, it. I don't think that's the best investment for you. Because even if I tell you a price, if another engineer tell you a mix, uh, master, and price, or whatever, how are you gonna get that back? Period. Even if, it, if it's twenty dollars, if it's seventy dollars, mm-hmm. how do you plan on getting it back? Right.
1: You have to have that plan, and that's a lot of
0: people don't think about that. Yeah, that's a really good point. That's that why I asked getting, them man, last yeah. night, like, bro, do you want? Do y'all got a lot of fans? Because like some young kids, right? Y'all got a lot of kids listening to y'all right. Yeah, Why don't you sell merch? Yeah, hey, bro, like
1: it's easy I I won't say it's easy but once you start getting the mindset that there's ways to create revenue and that there's ways to create things off of your brand and everything else then it just starts rolling but it's yeah it's developing that mindset that
0: oh shit I can do this yeah bro it's so many ways and that's what they was trying to say in the room like it's more so people want that lifestyle and, of being a rapper right. and not really having to put the work in, and then I just broke it down like, bro, people just want to be able to say, bro, I don't work a nine to five. I was like that's it. That's really. It. That's at the end really of the day, it.
1: I mean, and especially people that are artists at heart, man. Nobody, none of us want to work nine to five at all. And bro. just now, and nowadays, and just how the world is, man. Nobody's trying to work a nine to five, especially because, and part of it is because of the luxurious lives you see on social media. These people doing whatever they want, whenever they want. The reality is, man. Sometimes you gotta work a nine to five yeah. and bust your ass and do whatever you. Sometimes you gotta work a fucking seven to eleven, you know, a seven to two in the morning to, to be able it to happen. get whatever. To you even pay do.
0: for the shit too. Like I was uh, seeing um, conductor when he, like, he just made a post and was like, "Bro, I can't shout sleep. out conductor. Yeah. <laughs> that man I only cold. sleep for like four hours. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, bro, he's." Forty plus or thirty five plus, however old he is, and he doing the same. It's still the same routine. So if this man and he got good placements, so if this man can still get to it, what's everybody else's excuse? You know what I'm saying? Of bro, my nine to five had me tired. Man. I just got off work. Like, bro, it's not no excuse though. How bad do you really want it? It's what it all really come down to?
1: So I uh, I work overnights, man. I work 11 p.m. to 7 a.m. And uh, you know that's one thing is. When you start doing that, man, you really start asking yourself those kind of questions because your <laughs> sleep schedule gets fucked yeah. up. You know, that all graveyard
0: shift do something to you, spirit. man.
1: Yeah, bro. <laughs> I'm telling you what, man. It's it's hard, and I've been doing it. I'm going on three years now, so I'm really, I've really been doing it. And uh, yeah, it's uh, I split my sleep up to where I sleep like three hours and a four hours. Mm-hmm. I don't even sleep all the way through. But I used to uh, work out a lot, and when I would go to the gym in the morning after I got off. Or, yeah, after, after I got off in the morning I would listen to this Arnold Schwarzenegger speech And he would literally say All this stuff that like is so, It's so simple when you think about it But so many people just ignore it Like he was like, you got 24 hours in a day So if you know you have 24 hours in a day Plan your shit out So where you're maximizing every single hour You don't have an hour where you're not doing shit you're just sitting around because that's when you start wasting time and getting lazy and you don't have stuff planned that's when you're just like okay well and you fuck around you know what i mean and yep. so i had to start to try to develop that mindset especially with working overnights because my ass gets off and i'm ready to just <laughs> you know conk
0: Get out back so. energized yeah, <laughs> yeah. man By like, give me some rest man. Man, yeah yeah no most definitely and i feel like even what you're saying that uh, I have better success throughout my days if I do plan them out. Like, if I get up at, like, 6, and am like, okay, I'm doing this at 8, I'm going to do this all the way down till whatever time, you know what I'm saying? Then you see you like, shit, I done knocked out 10 hours of shit that I know I would have stretched out this whole 24 if I didn't plan it.
1: Well, especially if, like, you don't do it all the time. If you wake up early and then you get a bunch of shit done and then you look at the clock and it says 1030 and you have got more accomplished in those three or four hours that you've been up than, like, you normally would. Like, you feel it inside yourself. Yeah. Like, you're like, okay. You know what I mean? And most everybody recognizes that, but we don't do it at a consistent basis. Right. You know what I mean? That's it's so right. easy for us to just fall back into that apathy of, like, whatever happens. Yep. But that's not how you're going to make it at, at I, anything. you know. So I, this I music thing can. especially is teaching me how to, man, grind. Because there's so many other people that are out there that are going
0: to be doing the same shit you are. So you I have think, to do it way uh, better. A stat, I think the like, other day it was like 60,000 songs drop a day. Man. And I like, it, like you know it, right. you know what I'm saying. But it, when you're seeing it, I'm like, bro, what that's, the why fuck? Why am I doing music? <laughs> like, bro? Yeah. It's you know, like even
1: if you break down the engineers, if you just want, that's still so many engineers that are doing stuff and getting paid. Hey. And like, it's like man, what it's the hard. Fuck? But see, and see, that's the other potential that I recognize about the city, right? So because we have all this art and we have all these artists and we haven't had anyone to put it together, you know that would be. One of my goals is to be able to do that and put put us all on in that sense and that capacity where we're not you know yeah. we're not having to fight each other we're not having to do all that other bullshit.
0: Yeah, we gonna uh, ask the the net too what they think about that Eminem man. Man, cause I tell you what, that's I, yeah. Great question too, cause I felt like. I was stuck. I'm like, damn, that's a great question. I'm talking about niggas in their heated arguments. Like, hold the fuck up. No, no, no.
1: Well, because those are two, of, yeah. especially when it comes to lyrics, bro. Those are two of the best. To they put the together. It. Yeah. They ever do it. Ever do it. Yeah. And they're so different. That's, man, that's such yeah. a good, that's one of the best verses I've ever heard in terms of not catalog, yeah. but quality, bro. Oh. That's hard.
0: And, then, like, if you taking out all the, the numbers, the... The accolades, all that shit, like we getting down to the skill of rapping. Like I'm like, yeah, that bro, that's a, that's a. So yeah, and that's what I would say is I think that if it comes down, down to right, like, battle. yeah, oh, yeah,
1: oh, yeah. <laughs> See, because when it comes down to it, man, I just, I love M, but when it comes to like, if I want. Bars that I think I want to like look back constantly and just be like, wow, wow, like that song I told you, Mural Man. That song I must have listened to a hundred times, and every single time I listen to it, I found a bar that I didn't catch the first time. And when you can hear that from a lyricist, man, it's, it's such a good feeling because it's like you know, you hear your favorite song over and over, but you're discovering something every time. The beat's not gonna change, you know, when you listen to it, but hearing the lyrics pop like that yeah it's crazy and Eminem obviously has songs like that too but I think Eminem kind of like you were saying earlier when we were talking to uh, Eminem skill set lies more in uh song you know songs and, making, making so, yeah
0: and it's just the perfect balance of both like even still if like you were saying Lupe didn't want to do that shit mm-hmm. like even if he didn't want to it was st- it's still a big distinguish you can still tell the difference yeah, for like, sure. yeah you know for what I'm saying? Saying. For song sure. making ability like bro it's just
1: And because of where they're both from, Detroit and Chicago, like, those places are so, like, when you're from those places, you're from those places, and you can tell a lot of times, so, yeah, no, it's, man, that's a hard question, and I'm just gonna default and say I'm not gonna (laughs) choose, I know that's probably a bitch answer, but, man, because my heart says one thing and my mind says the other thing. I, I
0: will. do I, some research. I will. We will back and do, come come back back and do some, some yeah, do no. a listening and, and see.
1: I'll say, though, that I'll put Mural up. Like I told you, i put Mural up against any song, any lyrical song that's ever been created in existence. I think that Mural is lyrically, it doesn't, and nothing can touch it. Uh, as many songs as I've heard Slim Shady, mm-hmm. as I've gotten chills from listening to this man put raps together, I just don't think,
0: I don't know. Oh, such, a, such a good, <laughs> such, such a good question. But yeah. All right, before we uh, get up out of here, yeah. what's the last classic album you heard? The last classic album? Yeah.
1: Let me. I'm what gonna open up my Spotify. album that you think is going I'm open to up be my a Spotify, classic. Because let me, let me check my numbers here to make sure. <laughs> I don't
0: want to say no bullshit. Because that was another topic that they were saying. Uh, our generation throws around "classic" too loosely.
1: Oh, absolutely, and go and, Goat believe, and yeah. this and that. Yeah, everybody gets it's that that title. Too loosely, Man. and then
0: the artists in there were explaining that it's harder for the one if you're not a of that top seven. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be harder for you to make a classic, regardless. Man, and I was like, I I, I could see that. Uh, uh, not like a classic to your co fans, but a classic that's just a classic, national, classic. Yeah, yeah. regarding which nationally those regarded, so.
1: in in all honesty. Like, I can count the number of classics that I've heard in my life and listened to all the way through just... This is just my opinion because all this stuff is your taste. But I, for me personally, I can count them on both my hands. You know what I mean? There might be seven classics where I'm like, this motherfucker is a yeah. masterpiece. From, from- you know, and That's I'll, I'll throw it. out I'll throw out one of mine off top that I always say, Graduation by Kanye West. Uh that album came out when I was graduating and I used to listen to Good Morning Every Day on the way. I stole to work. that
0: motherfucker. <laughs> that cover was so hard. Like, oh man.
1: The art, the music, everything, his features on it. He hit everything out of the park. That to me was Kanye's best. It was his masterpiece. And I'll listen to that a million times. Uh I listened to a rapper named uh ASAP Rock, not ASAP Rocky, but ASAP Rock and uh he's crazy lyricist, he's got an album called The Impossible Kid, that's a classic. Uh, Benny's album that just came out honestly, that would be probably my my choice, because it's it's recent and it's just ridiculous. And I was gonna say that like a time.
0: Give yeah, about five years. I think it's gonna age well. Man,
1: yo. So if it's a, if it's within like yeah a five year thing, I would put that up there. Honestly, you could say I think with any of Griselda's because they're. I mean, so far I won't. Maybe not any of them, but their pro, A lot of their yeah. projects could be like. Man, he's really good. He's really fucking <laughs> he's good. Some
0: really good rap albums.
1: Bro, yeah, for real. And for me, I don't, I don't like as many mainstream shits. Like, like if you listen to the uh, Babies album or Lil Baby or any of the Babies, uh, you're gonna, <laughs> you're gonna see a whole bunch of mainstream features and and mainstream beats and all that. And that's cool. But I like versatility. Yeah. I like being able to switch it up. And even, and like even when i listen listening like Freddie Gibbs, man, that's why I, you know and. If, Alfredo, yeah. there you go. That's my answer <laughs> right there. That's my answer. That will be the classic album head. because
0: he, him and Alchemist just—they were both in the bag for that one. <laughs> that album is fire. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that's what made favorite. me ask it was because I was thinking of do the kids have one? And I was saying, I think Pop Smokes is gonna go down for them. As a classic yeah. I think that generation yeah. Fuck with him it's that funny much that Cause that
1: Yeah it's super true Yeah The way that the wave Crashes Yeah And what people like And kind of go into Like I was telling you I can't listen to it For a little bit But those skinny jeans Is too tight <laughs> for me I can't Yeah But no it's cool And, and obviously R.I.P. Pop Smoke But that whole Yeah the whole The drill stuff you know it's cool, and I remember when Drake started trying to get into him. People were like, "Ah, this biting ass motherfucker!" Hey. <laughs> like, hey. But he, at the same time, that's a smart man. He's seen he seen it.
0: He saw it. Either or, either yeah. he saw it or he was somewhere in man. fucking Brooklyn he, he and was he like, was "Yeah, like this shit's, yeah. this shit's coming. This yeah. shit's It's on its way, bro. Yeah, he's, it's on its yeah, way. He's definitely once the gangsters get a hold of this shit, man, man. it's all over."
1: <laughs> And now, yeah, now you got, which is cool because I've got, there's actually, there's a Scottish rapper named Shellgun who, who's been doing some shit and I'm sending him some drill beats for the first, I ain't never done drill beats before I started, I'm like, these are kind of fun. Yeah, they cool, gotta, bro. You it's don't got to cool. do the normal shit. So Yeah, it's, it's all shit, yeah,
0: and, um, damn, what was I about to say? Oh, uh, yeah, back, to, like, the sound of it, like, mm-hmm. hearing, um, like, that, that type of rap over that shit is, I think, is the uniqueness of it, like of why it's so prominent right now that's true yeah, like even like right? with the chicago shit like it was a different type of sound oh with, yeah the murder Chief shit. Keith, yeah you know what i'm drill, saying like we just fucking, we the united states we love that shit we that eat up true.
1: and honestly bro i think that's kansas city's that's like our like that's gonna be the thing that happens with us because we're getting lots more attention i mean even if you look at the city from outside of just music i mean patrick mahomes is here you know, we just won a Super Bowl. We got we the Royals won a few years ago. Like the city constantly is getting more and more attention, yeah. as it should, as it's growing. Some of it not so good, <laughs> but yeah, man, I think that it, it won't be long, and and everybody in the city is gonna see that. You know, we got we got a little gem in our hands right now, so I'm trying to be one of these ones yeah. mining it before <laughs> before everybody <laughs> well, it else jumps I'm on. You, bro. Yeah, it's just that I'm that hard work. About. That's the thing too. You get can, you can't give up in the beginning. So many people do that, even if it's just coming to record a song with somebody. You know, it's like you do something once or twice, and if it doesn't hit, you know, it kills your spirit a lot of times. And, you know, so it's just important to keep going no matter what it yeah, is. Yeah. So,
0: yep, um, bro. I appreciate you stopping by, my nigga. Always. Uh, so, we're going to get the cooking up on that Scotty and Payne. Yes. Hear a real song. Yes, yes. All right, and we out, bro. All right.